Welcome to episode 158 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how you doing Fletcher. today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I've actually played... I played both Paper Magic and Arena today. How does that feel? It feels good to play Paper Magic again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that pre-release that like doing the pre-release with my wife that one day was like just like the best thing ever i'm like this is so good but, yeah like obviously it's kind of cheating because it was only like commander with like my some of my friends but still it's paper magic yeah it was just nice to sit down and just like laugh in person with someone about like the absurdity going on right mm-hmm. and like the the subtle politics that go into trying to turn your friends against each other with <laughs> with their spells and stuff uh yeah <laughs> It was it was good. It was really good times. Yeah, I awesome. I very much enjoyed it. I'm glad I got that going. Yeah, we we basically just started our our commander league quotations with the newest commander decks that came out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny because the large majority of the game, I just kind of sat there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the uh, the teamer spells deck. Yep, which. Uh, my first, I, I literally made a stack of cards of cards that I want to cut, and there is a stack of 16 of them that uh-huh. I know I know for sure I want gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 of them are creatures. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing it right. Which, uh, when you're playing a Spells Matter deck, and your hand is full of nothing but creatures, yeah. it's really hard to make your spells matter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but... Funny enough, I actually wound up winning just because, like, once the deck finally started drawing instants and sorceries, it was just like doing absurd things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most ridiculous thing that probably happened during the game was uh, Russ was playing the cycling deck and he had Astral Drift in play. Oh, and he kept blinking Robert's Cataclysmic Gear Hulk. <laughs> And just kept board wiping everyone, so no one could kill anyone. And at no, like I, I had my commander, and I had a twinning staff in play, and nothing else, because that's just how my game was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like I am okay with this. Like just keep keep doing that. <laughs> it's like you keep doing that. I'll try and stop you when it becomes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hurry for commander. It was great, I guess. And then uh, my my other my actual arena play today was also um, it was actually not standard. I was mm. actually playing historic for the first time. Oh, how was arena. that? Uh, it was historic artisan. Oh, okay. So only commons and uncommons. Mm. There's a there's an event going on for it where if you you play you buy in you get to play as as much as you want. Play until five wins. Get um, the showcase arts for Ikoria. Yep. And I've just I've been doing them, so I figure I should keep doing them. You know, if I can slog through the Godforsaken Omniscience games, I can slog through an actual deck where I get to craft it and choose how, what I, what I'm yeah. going to be drawing. And I uh, I decided to build goblins like any reasonable <laughs> person, and had probably one of the easiest five win streaks I've had in a long time. Nice. The only game that even came close to me losing was Blue White Auras. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was just able to, he just ran out of ways to protect his guys. Like at one point, I was able to bait him into a, I don't know why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you, I cycled a Gem Palm Incinerator, 
mm-hmm. on his uh, his three three, and then he flashed in a um, he flashed in a Starlet Mantle to protect it when he already had an Alcyd of Life's Bounty or whatever in play. And mm-hmm. if he had used the Alcyd, he had two Alcyds in play, and my goal was to make him use both of them because he had two mana. And then, like, so I killed one Alcyon, he just let it go. Yep. And then I tried killing his guy, and instead he, he cast Starlet Mantle, and I was like, okay, sure. He attacked me, drew a card off his Staggering Insight, but didn't hit the land necessary to keep his Alcyon up, which let me slam a Volley Veteran and just nuke his guy for 7 when it was a 5-5. Five five. <laughs> it's like, you have a 1-1 one, one lifer, li- Lifelinker in play, attack you for 15. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like at the time, you know, he was already up at like twenty life, so it's yeah. like sweet. I don't know how I can possibly lose from here, and of course, I did not lose from there because I went five zero in that. <laughs> uh, and then I, uh, I like yeah. that like makes me like actually almost want to play the event, except I don't really want to play the event. Yeah, like the the quotations rewards are not enough for you, and like mm-hmm. you have to actually buy in, which. Yeah, you know why would you waste your buying on anything other than uh, drafts? For you, I just basically? want to draft, man. Like I was looking and stuff. I'm like, oh, I got enough gems to do another. Um, uh, I can do a pod draft actually, mm-hmm. so I might do that. But after after this episode, so <laughs> it was it it was kind of funny. I actually played against the same guy on mono red twice. Oh, funny. <laughs> He interestingly enough, he sleeved his mana red deck in Thalia sleeves and was playing a Sarah avatar. Or his avatar was Sarah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was trying to trick people or what, but I played and beat him twice. The first time I ended the game at one life, mm-hmm. when I was able to slam the door in his like I had to. I just like played out to the board to like get him as low as possible. Like I'm dead to many things. I just need to hope he doesn't have, oh, yeah. have it. And then the second time, like the game ended with him bolting me in the face for six, and mm. I still ended the game at six. Like he had oh, no gosh. more cards in hand, so it's like sweet. <laughs> we <Like>, did it. <laughs> goblins versus mono red. Apparently, goblins is slightly better. Just a smidge, smidgeruski. Or I just know how to actually play goblins correctly. I mean, you are a goblins person. It feels really good to be able to play that that deck. Like, yeah. I wish Volley Veteran was good enough in Standard. Volley mm-hmm. Veteran is absolutely good enough in older formats, because it's mm-hmm. basically just another gem home incinerator. Yeah. Except it's a 4-2. That sometimes costs 3 mana. It's like a strictly better Ravnus Chupacabra. You better watch your Hormoth over there. Mine can have haste. <laughs> Mine's a Chupacabra. And I'd rather play black, but <laughs> I'm sure you would. But yep. <laughs> all right. Oh. So, yeah. Anything else with that? I think that's it. Basically, magic's great. I like magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nice. It was yeah. nice playing magic. <laughs> so, any any other magic news happening? Nope. Absolutely nothing of note happened at all this entire week. No. Oh, cool. So, if you want to shoot us some feedback, no. <laughs> you always but, joke about that, but one of these times we should actually just do like a five minute podcast and just upload it. It's <laughs> like we don't have the patience for this. <laughs> but, like, today we would rather play Halo. <laughs> yeah, right. But so, anybody who has a pulse, 
um, obviously knows that on May 18th, they did a banned and restricted announcement for three formats. Um, this is probably worth some discussion, I think. Probably. A little bit. Okay. Well, why don't we just hop into this and um, uh, what format should we start with? Let's start with the least relevant one. Okay, we will start with easily the least relevant one. All right, Brawl, I guess. (laughs) I was like, Vintage. Yeah, like, here's the deal. Vintage is actually still fun. Yeah. Um, Brawl is just like a test of misery, in my opinion. I mean, Brawl is standard commander. So I I, I just like, literally said that John. Like, did you not hear me? <laughs> I like brawl in concept, and I am actually, if I hadn't convinced my friends to start playing, um, commander, I was going to get them to build brawl decks. The problem is brawl is technically built balanced around one v one. Yeah. So balanced quotations. Ba- it's balanced meant to be quotation. played one v one. I don't know, man. Like. I don't know. Whatever. It, whatever makes people happy, I guess. Yeah. But, um, okay. So, uh, Brawl has two banned cards. We have Dranith Magistrate and Winota, Joiner of Forces. So, there are actually things to talk about in this regard, right? Okay. Um, Dranith Magistrate is a card that a lot of people, uh, when the Commander Rules Committee announced that they were going to ban Lutri. Everyone was like, why didn't you ban Dranith Magistrate? It literally don't, doesn't let you play the format, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So here's the deal. A 1-of out of 59 versus a 1-of out of 99 is a very large difference. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? In And in Commander, you are playing in a pod of four people, Mm-hmm. One of those other three opponents is probably able to kill your Dranith Magistrate if it's actually a problem. If mm-hmm. not, you're playing Commander. Why the hell can't you kill it? <laughs> you know, like Commander is a is a format where you should have answers to problematic things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't know. I see that like in Commander at least. I see that I look at this and I'm like, if this literally makes it so your deck is completely unplayable, the problem is not this card. Exactly, right. Like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, my... I would argue that with Brawl, too, but, like, I, I can see it more there. It's like, this feels like two mana take the fun out of the format for some people. And that's exactly it, right? Like, even like you know, for your example, in Commander, I once had someone pithing needle my Krenko. My Krenko deck is entirely built around using my Krenko. Yeah. I attacked my opponent to death. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Just killed but in in brawl there there's not as good of removal in the format you know yeah. you are only playing 60 cards it's you know, standard you, you know it, it's standard there is there it is harder to deal with something like a dranith magistrate mm-hmm. so it makes sense that when the card literally just kind of goes against you know it's the same reason why they banned um sorcerer's spyglass when it was mm-hmm. still legal in the format yeah. Because you don't want someone just going as spyglass your your brawl companion when your brawl you know you can have a planeswalker as your brawl brawl person. Yeah, it's like okay, just completely shut down this whole thing. Like, yep. Well, awesome. It's like yeah, and I mean, Sorcerer Spyglass was probably even more of a problem because it's colorless. Like, yeah, that literally went in everything, and you just kind of hoped you got lucky. Yeah. But... So Dranith Magistrate going sure makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's one of those ones where I like kind of I like I roll my eyes a little bit because I just roll my eyes at yeah formats. Um, but like I understand it. Like that one, it, this one feels like it makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Winota is a little more weird to me. Like, I get it that Winota tra- like Winota is powerful, mm-hmm. really powerful. And some decks probably have a lot of trouble dealing with the insanity that Winota does. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there being an aggro deck in the format is necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, like, right. the, the entire thing about playing Winota in Brawl means you can't play Agent of Treachery. Yep. So the most powerful thing that she does, you can't do. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the best red-white uh, humans you can even put into playoff for even are. I'm it's not like sure my head either. Tajik Legion's Edge or some shit. Like, is that really that oppressive? It's I got guess. To be something better than that, I guess. I don't know, man. But it's it's like, like and, she, and, and, and like people complain about white red sucking. Yeah, people complain about white. She <sighs> is literally the first Boros card ever banned. She's technically tied for first, but she's the first one we're talking about. Yeah. There's no other Boros card that has ever been banned ever in Magic. That's wonderful. Like, that's that's not saying much, because a lot of double-colored cards don't tend to get banned, but that's saying something, right? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> like, and I just... It's whatever. Like, Brawl is already that kind of format. If someone... Is someone really ruining the brawl, the brawl leagues by playing a Winota deck? Maybe, I guess. Sure, if you like, all you ever want to do is Dirtle, but some people want to play a really high variance aggro deck sometimes. Yeah, I mean, as somebody who really likes high variance decks, like, yeah, you know, that'd be right up my alley. Yeah, so like, I, I, once again, I get it, kind of. I still think it's stupid. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, I didn't like Aetherworks Marvel because its variance wasn't high enough, I think. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, it was almost too consistent. I'm like, they just took the cart the fun out of it. Like But never mind. Alright. Also yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I was like, I have one more thing to say in defense of Brawl. Okay. It is still better than Tiny Leaders. I feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> Low bar, I know, yeah. but <laughs> would you rather eat this piece of rotten food or this pile of dog shit? Like, <laughs> uh, uh. like I don't know. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I'll admit I I still don't see the appeal of brawl, but whatever. Like I played like one event, like a couple events of it. I think when it when they had the precon decks, and I'm like, this is literally just awful. Like I had zero fun. But which is really weird because you normally like inconsistent things. I like yeah, that, and that's what's really funny is I I like inconsistent. You like inconsistency, format. and you like uh, you like variance, and I'm usually really good at convincing you to play one ofs. Yep. But you hate singleton formats for some reason. Just I don't know. Like there's just something about the formats just bothers me. I wonder if your dis your dislike of brawl has something to do with your dislike of commander. Probably, it's just like 
you think of it as standard commander. Uh, yes, I absolutely do. So maybe that's why. Maybe You're that's why. But biased. I'm I'm very biased. I will admit it a hundred percent. But okay. So should we move on to formats that matter? Move on to the most important format. We'll move on to the best format. All right. So a couple changes in legacy. Um, to no one's surprise, uh, Lyris of the Dream Den is banned. And to Zerda everyone's surprise, Third of the Dawnwalker is banned. Don which Waker. kind of is like, huh? Oh, Don Waker, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, Luris, all right. Luris, sure. Whatever. Like, goddamn, I hate everyone. <laughs> like, I understand the problem with Luris, right? Mm-hmm. Luris literally has no downside in a format like Legacy. Yeah. Because if you're, like, the only uh, permanent you're playing with converted mana cost mm-hmm. higher than like two is like Jace the Mind Sculptor, who is debatably not good enough in the format anymore. Which is absurd. Yeah. I guess you can't play uh, Batter Skull in your Stoneforge Mystics decks, but I don't even know if those are good enough. In I mean, like, yeah. Right. Like, Luris is effectively free in Legacy. I was of the opinion that he was going to immediately see play in uh, Storm, and that's kind of just where I assumed he'd settle. Because he is a wombo combo with um, Lion's Eye Diamond, because Lion's Eye Diamond. Because basically, yeah, the Black Lotus problem, but... Two free Storm, right? Like, that's kind of where I figured he'd settle. Apparently, he's done more. The thing is, the only... The only play we've seen has been online like leagues and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't look at online leagues and shit. I have no idea what kind of stuff was actually playing Luris. But it's like, sure, fine. It makes sense. The one that blows my mind is Zerta the Dawn Waker being banned. <laughs> yeah. And this wasn't even a... This card is too powerful. Yeah. Already banned. This was a preemptive ban. Because yeah. they assumed that a, a card like Zerda was going to replace Luris as in the uh, metagame share that Luris had once it got banned. Yeah. Zerda goes infinite with two things, uh-huh. right? Grim Monolith yep. and Basalt Monolith. Yep. I have immense difficulty imagining a world where those cards are the most oppressive thing you can be doing in Legacy. I mean... When you can just die on turn one in legacy yeah that is a thing i I personally have multiple turn one kills in legacy (laughs) yeah like that's that's a reality that you live in right and everyone's like nah man grim model is too good (laughs) sure plus zerda actually has a really big downside every single permanent in your deck has to have an activated ability Mm mm-hmm like, that is a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's not very big in the decks that are going to play it. He was seen play in Bomberman, which was already in, you know, it was a deck that, go figure, also abused something like uh, uh, Lion's Eye Diamond. Yeah. And Zerda just made that slightly more consistent. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, okay, I don't see the problem here. 
if Bomberman is the best yeah. deck in Legacy, I think we're actually living in a pretty reasonable world. Right. <laughs> uh. like, you know, if the best deck in Legacy folds to a pipping needle, mm -hmm. just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, sure. Preemptive right. ban. Whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, so, do you think Luris would have been fine if it said every card instead of just permanence? I don't think it would have made a difference, would it? I guess you couldn't play Force of Will. That actually you couldn't, you couldn't play Force of Will. Like, once we get further on, like, you'll see some of the stuff. But, like, so in the Storm decks, then you can't play Tendrils. True. You can only win through Brain Freeze. Or if you wanted, if or I mean, if you wanted to get really spicy, I guess you um uh, you could grape shot, grape shot, you, like you could go off the deep end and play grape shot. Actually, that's not even true. It doesn't matter. You just what? start. You play. You play um. Uh, Tez instead of Ant. You play the Epic Storm. So you play Burning Wish to get tendrils out of your out of your out of your sideboard. Sideboard. Yep. Okay. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Burning like, Wish is two, right? Yeah, Burning Wish costs two. Okay. So yeah, it literally doesn't matter. You just get to play your wincon okay. in your sideboard. Alright, so. there we go. Unless you're LSV, then you just forget to put it there. Yeah, just don't have it at all. <laughs> uh, oh, that was vintage, never mind. Um, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, so it's like Lyris saying anything, like basically It's still too good. It's I don't even know. I don't think it was too good to begin with. Fair enough, okay. Like, how do we know until I personal like I don't think online things necessarily matter. I know that's a really stupid thing to say. It is incredibly stupid to say. I don't, sorry, I don't think online leagues matter. How's that? Okay. That like, I think they're a little inbred in some ways. Like, that you just don't get... They're it, inbred. It, it doesn't and, give you a full picture. And people just want to play the shiny new thing. Yeah. Right? It, like, it is, this is a relatively early band. Mm -hmm. this, I mean, the format has been this out for... This is the for, fastest ban that's ever happened, actually. Like, two what? Two weeks? Uh, 32 days, I think is what they said. So, yeah, so it's been legal for a month, which is not a very long time, and a lot of people on the on the internet are sheep, and they're going to follow the common thing of, oh, this is busted, you should be playing it. Yeah. That's just what people do on Magic Online, because their goal is to win. Their goal is to turn a quotations profit on their leagues. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some people just play because they love Legacy, but I, I personally feel as if most of the people playing Legacy on Magic Online, they're not doing it just because they love the format, they're doing it because they want to win in the format, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I, that's just my random opinion on reality. I could easily be wrong, but mm -hmm. from my quotations experience and just watching people play it, not many people play Legacy because... Not many people play Legacy on Magic Online with the intent of doing fun things. Mm -hmm. Unless your name is Caleb Durward, because he's awesome. Yeah. So, actually, follow up to that question, if that's okay. Um, do you think that's the general thing we've seen with bands recently, like, in the last number of years here? People just playing the thing because everyone says it's busted? Like, the bands are just, like, too soon, like, because people are just playing, air quotes, the busted thing. I don't think they're too soon because people are playing the busted thing. I think magic has changed mm -hmm. a lot. The it's not even like the advent of 
the internet, but like basically as a result of how the magic community now ingests information, you know, streaming has taken off a lot in the past, you know, five years. Mm-hmm. People who actually like follow Star City Games and Channel Fireball and read all these articles and like all you have, t- you have MTG Top 8, you have MTG Goldfish, you have TCG Player, you have all these ways of just people getting raw data. Mm-hmm. And this is basically enabling one of the most toxic, like, subsects in all of Magic, the competitive player. Because <laughs> okay. a lot of competitive players, all they want to do is play the best deck because they think they're awesome and they think they deserve to win. And by playing the best deck, they think they're maximizing their chances. As a result of that, if... You know, if you have people like Jerry Thompson and Brian Gottlieb and LSV and BBD, all these people saying this card is busted, those people are going to listen and they are going to play it. Mm -hmm. As a result of that, the competitive community and the competitive scene is going to be full of exactly that card. There's There's almost no one who just plays something because that's the kind of deck they enjoy playing anymore. That just isn't a thing that exists currently in the in the constructed metagame sphere, and as a result of that, you do wind up with a pseudo like not inbred in necessarily, but an inbred style format where everyone's just playing the best thing because it's the best thing, and they want to maximize their chances. And if you're not maximizing chances, if you're not playing the best thing possible, which is basically why I almost never play the best thing because I hate playing mirror matches. Yeah. Like, that has always been my thing. Mirror matches, to me, are miserable. Because they go one of two ways. I crush my opponents because I am way better than them and they don't know what the hell they're doing. (laughs) Or, it is actually a coin flip because I am at, like, even, you know, play skill with my opponents. And then it's like, who did actually draw better? We don't know. Like, there's, it's Mm -hmm. very hard... If I obviously I'm not playing against the upper echelons of magic players, right? I'm sure that if I was playing like the Simic Mirrors against someone like uh, LSV or um, Brad Nelson or anyone like that, I would get crushed because they are way better than me. I mean, we're like, local players, that's what we're targeting at here. So. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, like, there is actual skill that goes into those mirror matches, but like, from what I play, that's not what I encounter. You know, and like, I just don't like that kind of thing. And a lot of other people really hate playing mirror matches, but they're not, they don't hate it enough to not play the best deck because they or want play the mirror to, killer or something like that. Yeah. Like, because they can't bring themselves to do that because then they're not maximizing their potential. As I mean, were, right. Is that some of what you see with like people just not like trying to target the metagame and everything? I do think that is what it is, because, like, yeah. even one of the most, I've said this before, one of the single most damaging things I've ever heard to my personal, uh, like, I sphere, exactly sphere of magic was Jerry Thompson. Yep. When he said, when he said, I could probably find a way to beat it, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to keep playing it until it gets banned. Yep. And that was about, about Eldrazi. Yep. And that was, to me, that was just like one of the nails being slammed in the coffin of constructed magic as a whole. 
mm-hmm. because that was one of the greatest deck designers and brewers and like attacking the format from different angle people that has ever existed saying I'm not gonna do it yeah and if people like him aren't gonna try and find a way to beat the broken thing no one is mm-hmm. and then that's why we wind up where we are now yeah and like obviously you know i could do the same thing like you know i could be trying to figure out how to beat like the just guy your right decks and standard but a i already don't play those mirrors because i don't give a shit b i'd rather just play winota because my games are over faster <laughs> and c i'm just i am not i have never really had aspirations of being like a pro magic player right like mm-hmm. I play to win, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love playing in Grand Prix. If I ever like made it to a Pro Tour, sweet, yeah. awesome. But I don't have the time to dedicate to doing that. Or the desire. <laughs> I mean, there are times where I think that I would have the desire, but I wouldn't be able to have a job. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, you can't, I don't think you can work a 40-hour-a-week job plus and put that much dedication into magic and not die. Fair enough. Just kill yourself. Like, yeah. you know, like you're, you just put so much strain on you. Because you, I do think that to be to that level of a match player, you do have to put a lot of time into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you might be like the random, you know, John Finkel who just happens to have a mind for magic and can pick up a pick up any random deck and play in like the upper echelon tiers just by existing because you're that damn good, but that's not a common thing, right? Most of us are not that. Yeah. Most of us are not even remotely close to as good as pro players, just in general. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, sure, I could also be trying to beat it, but I don't have the ability to. And mm-hmm. when the people who are known for trying to find ways of beating things say they're not going to anymore, it's just bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I should, should I even be putting the burden on him to do that? Like, why is not, it, but... why, is, why is it his job? It's not yeah. his job. Uh-huh. But the th- but the thing is, you know, like, it when, says something to the community. It says something to the community when someone who's known for doing that says they don't want to or they have no desire to. That other people are going to follow suit because he's a big name person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are really just, good at parroting shit. <laughs> exactly. That's just what happens. If LSV is like, oh, this deck is really busted. Everyone should, you know, LSV literally did that. He said, man. Or LSV and Ben Stark and Marshall Sutcliffe. They're all like, man, mm-hmm. the cycling deck is really, really busted and what the best thing you can be doing in Icoria Limited. Mm-hmm. And guess what everyone's forcing? <laughs> Everyone started forcing the cycling deck. Mm-hmm. Because people listen. Yep. So Not to us, but... Not to us, because we're nobodies, but... So, yeah, it, and it's funny because it's like, you know, and maybe I'm just not like you know, a grizzled old burnt out veteran like Jerry T is or something like that. But like, man, I had a lot of fun when we um uh like worked on building that Abzan Angels deck to for that one standard. Which ended up for the GP being a little late in the format, but like for a while there it was like perfectly targeted. That deck was like a week and a half too late. Yeah, right. And that's partially because, you, you know, that's just when the Grand Prix happened to fall, and mm-hmm. that's the information I had to work with. Because, like I said, yeah. I can't dedicate that much time to the format. Yeah. 
But it's like, but I mean, well, like when we when we played it at a, like we, you know the other times we played it was like solid. Like I played it on Arena and was like doing pretty good. Yeah, like it did. It, it was thing. It did exactly what it needed to do. But the paper metagame is not the online metagame. Mm-hmm. Like Adrian Sullivan bust broke that format open. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you can just play like Jeskai Control and no one can stop you. <laughs> like Jeskai mm-hmm. Control with Niv Mizzet with the goal of casting him a turn early while holding open dive down to to protect him from a removal spell. Mm-hmm. Just win the game. Yep. It's like he's he broke that format open, right? And like that's a thing that you would almost never see a deck like that on arena. Mm-hmm. Not in the top, not not in the the mythic tiers because you know people playing in mythic their goal is to keep playing in mythic right mm-hmm. you know you occasionally see someone who gets there with like a random brew but it doesn't happen that often you do see more innovation when people are playing in paper and stuff like that because it's more easy to innovate when you're playing in paper than when you're playing the ladder online cuz on the ladder you have a goal mm-hmm. You know, the goal is to climb well, some the ladder. <laughs> yeah. I I'm mean... Sit, me sitting over here playing heroic right now. <laughs> I mean, but even you have a goal, right? Your goal is, I'm going to get free packs just for playing Magic. <laughs> that is my goal. <laughs> I'm going to get so, free packs, and I'm going to finish my dailies. Yeah. Like, Those drafts ain't going to buy themselves. <laughs> and it's just... It, I think it is truly an honest-to-God thing that is going to kill... Competitive magic as we know it. How's that for how's that for a good way of putting it? Sure. Cause, you know, everyone always complains about having to play the mirror matches and how this one card is super oppressive. No one is willing to not play that card. Yep. It's like, what do you do? Some somebody's gotta nut up and go for it, and nobody's willing to. I mean, I'm I'm usually pretty good about not playing the best card because I just don't give a shit, but Oh, I mean, here's the deal. I only play the best decks in the format. Yep. Every single deck I have on Arena is just top top tier. So, one hundred percent top tier. To be fair, every deck you have in Arena is a deck that has previously made Mythic on Arena. So, okay, fair. If you play it good enough, you can. I mean, get into Mythic. if I get lucky enough on some of them, but um, yeah. Well, except my murder kill deck, but that hardly counts. Yeah, that's never good. Actually, the problem, the funny thing is, is like the most tier deck I probably have is the cycling deck. Yeah, that I just slapped together that one day, but because it's like oh, I have all the cards later, why not? Oh. <laughs> the joys of a deck that only requires uncommons. Yep, totally. And then can we just be upgraded with some rares? I was looking, and I'm like, oh man, like the heroic deck without Luris would be like. A super sweet budget deck for people, and then I was like looking at it. I'm like, oh yeah, like all the creatures are uncommons, all the spells are uncommons. I'm like, I'm not playing any main deck rares, and then I hit my my mana base, and I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was going to build that deck for uh, historic artisan, and I was then like, you're like, <laughs> the mana base. Yeah, because the mana base is a friggin' garbage fire. Like that's not a deck that's going to survive off of playing guild gates. Oh god, no. Like, <laughs> I looked at it too and I was like, oh man, yeah. And it's like when the deck is literally like two basic lands in the entire deck in standard, which is <laughs> not super common. It's like, like, I have legacy decks with more basic lands than this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's not good. So, no, but yeah. I, I actually have another thing I'll talk about in for legacy. 
then since we're on the topic of Lexi, okay, right? let's just do that, and then we can hit the last. last I suppose. Here. Do you have anything else to say about Zerda other than what the shit? Uh, yeah, I'm sure the three three beats get there. All right, continue. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arkham's Astrolabe. Yes. People are calling for that to be banned in in the modern and legacy. So you have the you have the format where you can fetch up any dual land. Yes. And Arkham's Astrolabe is too good. Yes. Shut up. So this Just is their get, com- get out of my house. This is their complaint, right? They're okay. like, they're like Arkham's Astrolabe just allows people to play the four color piles that Watsi has already shown before that they don't want people playing. They're like the four color piles are why they banned Deathrite Shaman. No, they banned Deathrite Shaman because it's stupid. Let's be honest. Yeah, because the, because it shut down a lot of other stuff. Like the four color piles are not the issue. No, like and. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. Arkham's Astrolabe single-handedly made Legacy reasonably attainable for people. Because you don't need dual lands. Mm -hmm. Dual lands are actually detrimental because you need snow-covered permanents. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, Arkham's Astrolabe literally fixed the big problem in Legacy that everyone's always said was the big problem of this $800 card should cost $400. Now you just your eight hundred dollar card costs five dollars. Yep, right. You just need to play an artifact, mm-hmm. and I don't care, like ever. There is no universe where a freaking one mana artifact that requires snow to cast that draws you a card and does mana filtering. It's yep. not ramp. It's filtering. Yeah. Prisma- prismatic or whatever the two mana prism draw yeah. card. Prophetic prism. There Prophetic prism. Prophetic prism is not a ban worthy magic card. And it, yeah. cost, it costing snow is not free. Yeah. Because you have to search. You have to play enough basics for it to matter. There are no snow-covered dual lands. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, someone was like, like, oh, the worst thing about, like, Arkham's Astrolabe seeing play is, like, I stole my opponent's Ice Fang Quaddle, but it didn't have Death Touch because I didn't have enough snow permanence. It's oh, like, my God. It's so rough. Goddamn. Life is the worst. It's like, oh, my God. I hate everyone. Like, like, I understand Astrolabe maybe being too good in Popper, but Popper is but like, literally legacy. Like, but, like, Popper is also one of those formats that, like, is just a mess. <laughs> like, it's like, what is, what is the worst thing about Astrolabe? The fact that it suddenly means Wasteland isn't as oppressive? Like, yeah, like, you keep saying, like, people keep saying these things, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard a downside yet, like. Yeah, They're like, I just don't get it. Why, why uh, is Astrolay bad? Like, once again, it is a one-mana artifact. You can just die on turn one. You could just be like, Astrolabe, go in your corner, could be like, kill you. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that is a world you live in. Yeah, in, in Legacy, in Legacy, we're not talking vintage here, like. Yeah, and like oh, even if it is, quote, like even in modern, why is it oppressive in modern? That's like I have always wanted a baleful strix in modern, and they yep. finally gave you one, and it is stupidly restrictive on its actual functionality. Yeah, but even in then, suddenly you don't need to play shocklands. Yeah, one of the biggest walls for people playing modern is the shocklands. Like Arkham's Astrolabe literally makes magic cheaper for people. But Why John, I can't beat people out of my format. God damn it! <laughs> like that's entirely the the, the thing. Like, ever, uh, I just don't get it. 
Yeah. Why? What is it? Is what is it about people that they like? They want their format to be like this picturesque, perfect thing where they get to do whatever they want, and their opponents don't get to do anything. I mean, I want that, but it's playing heroic decks and snake. Like <laughs> the thing is, your opponents are still doing something, just nothing that matters. Yeah, like I, I suppose if I'm playing heroic, a lot of the times, like it doesn't matter because they just die before they can do anything relevant. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like actually like, curious yeah. now. Goldfish. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm just curious what the Legacy of Mega Game is like. Probably a mess. Legacy. Snowco. Because that's not the real problem. It's an it's a it's an Oko deck. <laughs> but that plays snow. Uro, uh, Titan of Nature's Wrath is a four of in a legacy deck. What a time to be alive. Why is this a bad thing? <laughs> Yeah, I literally heard someone complain about the fact that Dead of Winter, you're like, they're like, they're getting to play like Dead of Winter and Uro in their, and Swords of Plashers in their deck. I'm sorry, Dead of Winter. <laughs> Why is Dead of Winter a problem? Uh, How yeah. is a three mana draw a card, gain three life, put a land into play, oppressive in Legacy? Oh, man. Oh, let's man. check out this, let's check out this mana base, alright? So, we, we have. <laughs> If Caracas. I just gotta sure. point out that there's a Bomberman deck with Garuda, and I don't know if that's a bad thing for the format or not. But man, I saw a Garuda Legacy deck that was they put a freaking Grave Titan underneath their their uh, Chrome Box to be able to cast their stuffs faster. <laughs> How is Grave Titan being good enough in Legacy a bad thing? Uh, like yeah, okay. <laughs> But so for real Continue, though, let's, sorry, let's yeah. look at this mana base. One Caracas. It's only fifteen dollars because that card plumbed in price. Uh-huh. Misty Rainforest expensive. Pluto Delta expensive. Prismatic Vista also expensive. Holy shit! Why is Misty Rainforest literally three times the price of Pluto Delta? Because f you. That's why. I guess. All right. Four Prismatic Vista. Sure. Two Snow Covered Forests. Three Snow Covered Island. One Snow Covered Plains. One Snow Covered Swamp. I one. One Trop, one Tundra, one Underground Sea. <laughs> that is single-handedly the most affordable Legacy. Like, Legacy, literally the best deck in the format, mana base, I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, you, I mean, you'd be tough. It'd be harder to find a cheaper mana base than that in some decks. Like, outside of, like, Burn in, in a few decks. Like, <laughs> like so that's, it's 500 for the for the Underground Sea, 400 for the Trop, 250 yep. for the Tundra. So that is... Twelve hundred dollars in duels, and that is it. Yeah, and, and, I mean, honestly, I feel like a fucking bitch saying, "and that is it." But you know, but the thing—that's the thing, though. Literally three years ago, Underground Sea was a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. True. Yeah, it is right. five hundred dollars so, right now. All right. So according to MD, MTG Top Eight for the last, let's see, what I'm gonna I'm gonna change this now. All right. So for the last two weeks, Grixis Delver has the highest portion of the metagame. Because it's playing Lyris. <laughs> because it's playing Lyris. Yeah, but so, Lyris is now gone. Yeah, so, but let's see here. Okay, like, the mana base of that is a Banlands, a Krakus, four Pluto Delta, four Skull, three underground seas, three Volcanics, three Wastelands. Yeah. Let's <laughs> compare those two mana bases. Yeah. There's a pretty big difference. There's, right? there's like, a slight difference, at least. Right. Even, like, let me see here. 
You want to know the thing that so even, like, so, even something like Sneak and Show here, which is like another really high one, it's like three ancient tomb, two city of traders, three islands, one mountain, three polluted, three scalding turn, three volcanic. Like that's way over two. Yeah. Like, like why is snow the worst thing? Yeah, I don't get oh. it. Also, my personal favorite is everyone's main complaint is, oh, Lyris is so good with Mishra's Bobble. Maybe that's a problem with Mishra's Bobble. <laughs> like, Just say. Like, I, I, I kind of remember, like... <laughs> Can we just talk about how dope this Garuda deck is, though? Just real, real talk. So, you got three Phantasmal Image. Also, also like, I just gotta say really quick here. What, how is Mishra's Bobble a problem? Because it draws you a card every turn. It's oh, free value. Oh, f whatever. Like, shut up. You're going to have some right? to do here, man. Right. Like, I kind of want to make you do it this time. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, like, but, so uh, we have, we have Garuda okay. Doom of Depths, right? Yeah. So this is that Phantasmal Image. Dax Duplicants. <laughs> as a four of. Three okay. Phantasmal Image. Four Dax Duplicant. Four Phyrexian Metamorph. Four Restoration Angel. Because deal. Because, okay, man. <laughs> Sakashima the Imposter as a one of. Spark double for four. Thought not mm -hmm. seer for two because reasons? Value? Mm -hmm. It's a four drop. Dragon right. Lord Coligon <laughs> for the combo kill. I guess. Like... <laughs> right? You got the three other Garudas, a single Sire of Insanity, just in case you can't kill your opponent, but you want to make sure they die next turn. <laughs> Four Chalice of the Void, four Chrome Mox, four Lion's Eye Diamond, four Lotus Petal. Oh my god. That is baller shit, man. I don't even like, care. And this this is 3.2% of the meta. Why is that a bad thing? Like, I yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Like, Alright, we should probably get this last <laughs> format done here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really love talking about Legacy decks. I mean, I do too, but... It's just Moral like, of the story, people need to shut up about Legacy. Yeah, people need to shut up. Alright. <laughs> uh, should we get to the last one? Yeah, final, the final one. Okay, so the last one is Vintage. So, you know, Vintage are obviously going to restrict a card here. So, Luros of the Dream Den is banned! Because obviously restricting it won't do shit. <laughs> This is the first like vintage ban since like Shaharazad in two thousand seven or somewhere around there. <laughs> and Shaharazad was banned because that card is stupid. Yeah, because that card is annoying. <laughs> uh, obviously, banning Luris does nothing. He's played as a one of in the sideboard. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 so. so. Can I point out something about Luris? Okay. The problem is not Luris. The problem is the f Black Lotus. I mean, yes. <laughs> In what universe is Luris is seeing too much play? Luris is, you know, Luris is omnip omnipotent and omnipotent and every free, whatever it's called. Everywhere in vintage, yeah. right? Omnipresent or something. There we go. Omnipresence. Yeah. Every single deck is playing it in vintage. It's just too good, blah, 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 blah. What's the difference between Luris and um, Lotus. Black Lotus? Yeah, right. Inertia. Yep. Literally just inertia. 
Like, why is that a bad thing? Every single deck plays Black Lotus. Why can't every single deck play Luris? Every single deck plays Mox Sapphire. Every single deck plays, you know, Time Walk. Well, not every, but most of them. Yep. Yeah, there, there are a few so, Time Walk decks. I, I just pulled up MTG Top 8. So uh, let me just look here. I'm just Oh my god. Up. So I just saw a deck. Oh god. This thing is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So in the last oops. Let's see. So the data's not super good on this, but like so in main decks in the last two months, ninety-one point eight percent of of decks played Black Lotus in the main. 90% okay. played Mox Sapphire. Yep. 87% played Mental Misstep. And 86% played Force of Will. <laughs> How many played Lurus? <laughs> Is he on there anywhere? Can, let's see if I can search for this. As I said, the, the data may not be great. So, because this is using a fairly... Um, uh, oops. Oh, I have to search sideboards. Sorry. Yeah, a second here. So, um, forty-two percent of sideboards played Luris, but obviously this is a two-month span. Luris hasn't been legal for a two-month span. Yeah. So that's the, that's the lowest filter I can get on here. All right. But, so so that's why I was trying to do that. He's seen some play, right? Yeah. I mean, he's seen play. You said ninety-eight percent played Black Lotus. Is that what you said? Uh no, I said ninety-one. <laughs> ninety-one. Okay, so ninety-one percent played Black Lotus. Yep. I can tell you right now, looking at the uh, vintage metagame for MPG Goldfish, the top eight decks, two of them are not playing Lurus. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Two. Two of eight. Yep. Obviously, not playing Lotus. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, one of them is not. This, one. this is okay. a. This is a. Uh, I don't actually know if Dredge plays it. I think oh, it, fair, both, fair. neither one of these decks is playing Lotus or Luris okay. because of reasons. Yep. Uh, I actually found a vintage deck that only costs eleven thousand dollars. It plays no power. Uh, that only costs eleven thousand dollars. Oh, it's playing four bizarre bag dead, and <laughs> it's fun. not. It's not Dredge. It's Vengevine. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> just I, I, you have to understand the absurdity. Oh yeah, like, I know. Uh, but but it's like like that's the thing. Like you have all these decks, and like Lurus in and of himself is not busted because of what Lurus is. Lurus is busted with zero mana artifacts. Yeah, that's the problem. It's but the like, zero. But here's the deal: if something has to die for Black Lotus's sins, that's what's going to happen in the format. Oh well, yeah. Like, but my entire point is it shouldn't have to die. It should just become part of Vintage. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Like, I don't care if ever, if 90% of the decks have a Lurus in their sideboard, because 90% of the decks play Black Lotus. Mm -hmm. That's just how Vintage is. Yeah. It's like, is he free value and blah blah blah? Sure. Yeah. But okay. he only buys back permanence. So he only buys black, buys back. You cut out really bad. Two... I can't hear you at all. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. All right, go for it. Right. Like, I guess this deck is.
he cut out immediately again. Playing two main deck Nile Spellbomb yeah. because card draw plus graveyard hate. Why is my internet being weird? It's awful. Oh, no, you cut out. Mm, yeah, you're popping in and out. Alright. Moral of the story. Yep. Black Lotus is the broken card, not Luris. Yep. I don't care how good Luris is with Mishra's Bobble. Like, Just it's, saying. It's like, shut up. I I don't know, man. Like, whatever. So. I I do have a deck I need to tell you about, though. Okay. Before, this is, before, this is before last, we call this. This is the last you get to talk about. <laughs> this is Vintage. Okay. This deck is called Luris Sprite Dragon. <laughs> Alright. All right. Unfortunately, Com it's not legal anymore, but let's do this. Companion. One Luris of the Dream Den. Okay. Alright, you cut out and now I can't hear you creatures. tell me wonderful things. Right. This deck plays two creatures. Okay. Total. Total. A single Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> and a single Sprite Dragon. <laughs> oh my god. And okay. then every, everything else you would expect out of a vintage deck. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Detutor, Recall, Pure Periodane, Ponder, Brainstorm, all that stuff. <laughs> a single sprite dragon. This is technically a paradoxical outcome deck. It plays four paradoxical outcomes. I am so okay with this. I can barely handle it. It plays three Mystic Remora. I am so okay with this. I can barely handle it. <laughs> why is that a bad thing? <laughs> I just why is this why is that bad? Oh, I just found There's another variant on it here. <laughs> one Lavinia, Azorius Renegade, one Snapcaster, two Sprite Dragon. Ah, and, that, that was... and then everything else you'd expect. That one's, that one's going greedy, playing all I those know. wind cons. All those creatures, yeah. But, like, I love that Sprite Dragon is the new Monastery Mentor. Yeah. Why is, why is it that Lavinia is fine in Vintage? When she yeah, literally right. can just keep people from ever casting anything. Yep. But boy howdy, a free Luris on the sideboard. Yep. God damn, guys. God damn. I don't know. Y'all are bitches. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a bitch. I'm not oh, complaining. I'm just, I'm just being salty. Alright, you have anything else to say about all this stuff, John? I'm sure you do, but... That's... That's, that's basically it for me. Yeah. So, all right. If you want to shoot us any feedback, send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. Um, Twitter at thelocometapc. If you want to hear us bitch in person about all this stuff, come check us out on Discord. Uh, you can find the link there at um, uh, thelocometa.com, uh, where all of our episodes are and fun stuff like that. Um, yeah, John, anything else, man, before we wrap this, this pile up? Nah, I'm good. All right. Bands are silly, man. Yes. I don't know, but all right, cool. <laughs> we will catch you next time. See ya. Uh, I need more wine.